0: <laughs> All right, folks. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to yet another episode of the Husker Hype Radio podcast. I'm Eddie Rosenthal, joined by my fellow Husker hypesters, Aaron Warsfold and Dr. E Rock. Fellas, 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 the news is finally broken. It's out. Dylan Riola is a Nebraska. Cornhusker. <laughs> oh my god baby let's <laughs> fucking go
1: let's go boys
0: music it's happening is it, is it even real it's real it's sorry, real pinching it's sorry pinching myself am i dreaming <laughs> we got him um let's kind of talk about last week backtrack a little bit i mean folks we're sorry we brought immense hype that last broadcast and we're wrong about pretty much everything. Um So we let our emotions get to the best of us, but I mean, we were right about Dylan Riola. We were right about the improv um, little speech that we had between Donnie, Matt rule and, and Dylan, that was all correct. And hundred percent true. But the other things folks, Kyle McCord is not going to be a Husker. Going to Syracuse. Um, let's talk about Kyle McCord a little bit. I Do you guys think that Matt Rule said, uh, hey, buddy?
1: Uh-uh,
0: uh-uh, uh-uh. Uh-uh.
1: That's what I think.
0: I kind of think that as well, man. I kind of think they said, you know what? We didn't expect to get Dylan. Dylan dropped the ball on us. Said, I got scalded in my motherfucking blood as Aaron said, uh, yesterday on that Husk Rape radio video that fired me up. Hell yeah, yes. Um, he's got scarlet in his blood, and Matt Rule said, okay, change of plans. Let's go to plan triple uh, A, what we always wanted at the first start. And, Kyle, um, you and your daddy, why don't you go
2: ahead and go over to upstate New York <laughs> and play for the Orange? Uh, we got you. You know. And what a downgrade that was. Ohio you know, State to Nebraska – to Syracuse come on I know man and and is it
0: do you think I think it's a little mixture of both where Matt Rule said hey we'll still you know you can still come to Nebraska but by the way Dylan Ryle is coming and I feel like maybe Kyle was like okay um these guys obviously want the number one quarterback in the nation they don't really aren't um as ecstatic about me anymore so I'm going to go play and get a guaranteed starting spot mm-hmm. But that's also a guy that you don't want on your team when you when you, you want to go, hey, I want a guaranteed starting spot. I don't I don't want to compete at all. That's kind mm-hmm. of somebody that's a telltale sign of a guy that you know maybe really isn't fit for the Nebraska culture to want to compete, to want to be better, to want and to you,
2: drop. I mean, you can't knock the kid either. He's only got one year left. Nebraska doesn't want a one year loan. And if you're him, you want to put up a stupid amount of stats in a shitty conference so you look better for the draft.
0: Right. And I think it's a good decision for for both sides. Like you said, Aaron, we don't really want any one of your quarterback. That was kind of our plan. C, am guessing like, Hey, let's go pick up this guy. Comma court, a proven winner, 11 and one. But now we got Dylan and all is good in the world. Um, that's Kyle. We talked about Julian Fleming as well. Kind of what we thought was going to be a package deal between those two, which apparently isn't Julian Fleming. He's not going to Syracuse. So no. Julian Fleming, I guess it's most likely Penn state, but I, I'm going to say this. I don't think that Nebraska is out of the picture. I I really don't think Nebraska is out of the picture. I mean, we got some momentum going with Dylan and Hey, let's go catch balls from an 18 year old, you know, <laughs> Like maybe, maybe that's what he's about. <laughs> he might be about that. Billy Kemp is going to the draft. So Julian would probably most definitely be our number one receiver. Yeah. If that happened, I mean, hopefully we get Marcus Washington back, but I don't think that's really in his hands. It's up to the NCAA at this point. Um, But yeah, Julian Fleming, that would be sick if we picked him up. Um, And then Princewell, I'm a little disappointed about this one. This one's probably the most dis I'm I'm really disappointed about this, man. I mean, I just think that the story would be so much better. Yeah, Ole Miss is picking up they're they're the king of the transfer portal. Lane Kiffin and Ole Miss pick up every good transfer player. But how good of a story would that be if you got the fresh Prince Brothers on the black shirt defense? I mean, that would have been so sick, dude.
1: It's a good story, but at the same time, if there's a position that I want to miss on somebody, it's the defensive line.
0: Yeah, I mean, we got guys back there still, but so we don't obviously need him. But he is the number one edge transfer for this portal this year. So I mean, he's a fucking dog, and he he would have played. But James Williams, he's still a dog, and he's only played four games last season, made an immediate impact. Cam uh, Lenhart. Cam Lenhart. <laughs> Prince, yeah, Prince. Well, I mean, but the Fresh Prince brothers—that just would have been fucking so sick.
1: Yeah, it would have been.
0: Um. So yeah, sorry guys, we were wrong about that. Whoop de do.
1: The doctor's wrong sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> I prescribed the wrong drugs.
0: Yeah, sometimes <laughs> they prescribe the wrong drugs, and I, I took, I was on those drugs, fucking. getting, <laughs> the, I was on the hype drug. Yeah, well, that's and what happens
2: when you're up. Husker Hypester. It's like, what do you expect? We, well, we also we react immediately to the news and we get fucking thrilled. That's what's what, what, our job. <laughs> that is <Yeah>. very true. <laughs> and all of
0: all of Twitter was about it too. And I mean, you got Hayes Fawcett going. It is very likely, call ninety percent chance. Everybody's saying ninety percent chance Kyle McCord to Nebraska. You know, and Princewell and Julian Fleming as well. But hey, shit happens. It's a new week, and we got Dylan. I and do think great.
1: we're still gonna get another big name tomorrow.
2: Oh who yeah. Th- who are you thinking? Are you saying something specifically or you just in general?
1: Um, really the, the most likely I think, which we have a lot of depth already getting on the recruiting classes, is Brandon Baker, uh number it's... one tackle in the nation.
0: That would be sick. I think I think Brandon, kind of like Dylan, where you know it's I want to go to this powerhouse school. I want to compete and win right away, but there's something. It was, it was, it was lingering inside of him, man. I got scarlet in my blood. I want to play for the motherfucking Cardinals, baby. And now Brandon's like, "All right, Dylan did it. You know, I, I mean, let's join him. Uh-huh. Number one offensive tackle, number one fucking quarterback. What a duo that
2: would be. Horns down, yeah. Black shirts up." The only thing that would have made this this news a little sweeter is if it would have came out like a month ago. Because then all yeah. these motherfuckers would have been like, yo, number one quarterback going to Georgia or from Georgia to Nebraska or, you know, whatever it is. That would have helped out the case a lot. Or if you could yes. recruit a little bit. And, yeah, that's true. National Signing
0: Day is tomorrow, but that's early National Signing Day. The other National Signing Day is February 20th. Mm-hmm. so there's still so the recruiting still happening it's not all going to end tomorrow like guys really don't need to sign tomorrow but it's a it's a day where a lot of players
2: will be signing so what got- is that is the point of the early national signing day just so like they can get in in january or in the spring and shit yep yeah
0: early enrollees yeah yep. pro- yeah so i mean we got february 20th is,
2: is Dylan coming is he fucking signing tomorrow does he even know that news i didn't see that part Oh, yeah,
0: yeah, he's gonna, yeah, buddy, buddy's gonna be there for the spring semester for sure. And so,
2: and so is Danny K. Let's go.
0: So is Danny K. Kay. Danny K. Staying too, man. Yeah, he can, hold, uh, he can go hold he can go hold right all his jock shot for him now the
1: whole four years until he gets some playing time.
0: Hey, <laughs> maybe three, maybe three. If Dylan just pops off, then you know, we got Danny K. So. Um, but I really respect uh Danny K for doing that, for staying, honoring his commitment. and, Maybe he thinks he's got that dog in him. It's it's a competition until until that first until week one, you know.
2: Like who who, look at Nebraska this this year? We played three quarterbacks anyway. He might fuck around and get the job after. God forbid someone gets hurt. Right, injuries happen too. So let's
0: talk about this quarterback room. This quarterback room next year. I (sighs) is Chuba staying after the news? I mean, it's it's only a day after. Um, but it's been it's been pretty much known for about a week. Chubba graduated the other day. So he can still gra- uh, do his grad transfer thing. But it, I mean, Dylan, yes, he's the number one quarterback in the 2024 class, but that's also a true freshman starting at any program is pretty hard. And Chuba Birdie's been playing college football for four or five years. So what do we think this quarterback room, what, like who, what, early, early, early prediction, who do we think gets that QB1 spot week one against who is it Kent State? Uh, Is it UTEP? UTEP, yes, UTEP, UTEP, yep. UTEP. Week one, UTEP starting quarterback <laughs> for the University of Nebraska will be who?
2: Aaron, go ahead. God damn it, Iraq! (laughs) If If I'm Chubba, if I'm putting myself in his shoes, I'm gone. I think I'm gone. Just so you can, like, for sure have your – it's kind of the same idea that we put on Kyle McCord. I think Chubba's gone. He wants to go play somewhere. Doesn't want to do the ticky-tack bullshit that he's put up with the last couple years. I think starting quarterback, my gut tells me Dylan Rayola. I think Danny K probably won't see the field more than four games next year, so he'll probably redshirt. And I think Harburg is going to be our backup. If, if that's if I'm going based just off my laurels here. Okay. I think
0: if in your if Chuba does transfer, I do like that. Where we get I, I should we call him the Doctor? Dr. The Doctor? What's Dr. what's Ray. what's Dylan Riola's nickname? What's it? DR15? D 15. That was a number I was kind of surprised about that he chose too. What, what's what's the significance of 15? Tommy Frazier? Is Patrick Mahomes 15? Is Patrick Mahomes is 15? Tommy Frazier 15? Was Tim Te- no, Tim
1: Tebow, wasn't 15, Tim Tebow was,
0: was 15. Tim
1: Tebow okay, is 15. was 15. That's he, a good yeah, number, he, man. He posts a lot of the uh, Bible quotes, so maybe he's a Tim Tebow fan. Maybe that's what one five is for.
2: And Tommy Fraser. When well, we get him on the podcast, we'll ask him that question. Put that on the list of questions to ask. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yes,
0: yes. We, <laughs> we, will, we will ask Dylan that question. Yeah. Um,
2: Riola, um, I don't know. I we'll we'll think of it. We'll think day. of it. Well, yeah, we'll brainstorm and we'll 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 have a good one, and we'll be the first ones there. And when everybody uses that, they have to put quotations Husker Hybrida. Yeah, yeah. Um, what do you think about the quarterback oh. room, boys?
0: So, like, like I said, if Chuba does transfer, I do like Bill and Riolà starting. Danny K. I w- I I would switch Danny K to being second string. Don't use him if if everything goes right. If Dylan doesn't get hurt for more than four games, so he red shirts. Dylan plays the majority of the snaps, and then Harbaugh third string. But we see him on the field a lot, playing you know a tight end role, wildcat, something where he I I do really think I don't think that Heinrich next year or the years coming will be primarily a quarterback, Taysom Hill esque role, you know. Mm -hmm. and Taysom Hill where yeah he can throw the ball you can put him back there and it's almost like okay Heinrich has been a quarterback before but he can also lower his shoulder and truck some motherfucking middle linebackers over you know yeah and also if he's not getting the ball as much as he did last year a majority of the of the runs every game he's got fresher legs he'll be able he'll he'll get ready to pound people a a little easier because he's not being used every single fucking play you like that? He are yeah. gonna pound. you're gonna pound him, dude. Um, so Pause. Dylan number one, Danny number two, Heinrich number three. If
2: need be, if worse comes to worse. That makes me nervous. That's two freshman quarterback and Harvard man. That that makes me that makes my tight butthole. But
0: if Chuba does a transfer, here's the if Chuba doesn't transfer, I think that this spring and fall going going in like that could be a real competition. In the quarterback room, Dylan and Chuba, just with Chuba's experience, and he's a Purdy, and I really don't think Brock Purdy popped off until his last year. You know,
2: I mean, Iowa State just fucking sucks. So that's true, but they did pop off and win some big games when when Brock Purdy was there. Couple yeah. couple games against Texas, they got up for a couple games against Texas. I think Oklahoma one year. rock what's your opinion, man? I, th- I think
1: Chubb stays. Actually, I think after coming into this year, they brought in um, John or Jeff. Don't even know his name anymore. That Sims guy, whoever that guy was, <laughs> came in. He was behind Sims. Um, I think he stays because if if you're him, like you said, and you're a true freshman coming eighteen year old, you can't beat him out. I mean, buddy, you're not going to the NFL, so you got you got to prove it now. I think he stays. I think Rylo beats Mountain camp. I think Rylo starts game one. He's the best recruiter we got, and since 2000, before I was alive. So,
0: Yeah, that's good. Or maybe this first game against UTEP. Week two is Colorado, or is that week three?
2: Three, I – hold on, I think I going right in front of me. Week two, week two. Week oh, wait, two. Nope, so, excuse me. I'm looking – what the f- – no, I'm looking at the wrong year. Sorry, boys, I'll get you that set. This – if <laughs> this quarterback – if this quarterback competition –
0: Is bonkers and it's back and forth. Week one, we we go against UTEP. We go quarter by quarter. Riola, Purdy, Riola, Purdy. Whoever plays best in that first game gets the starting spot against fucking Dion's Colorado football team. I'm not even calling the Buffaloes because Dion apparently doesn't like tradition and the Colorado Dion's, the Colorado Dion's. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Week one's UTEP. Week two, Colorado. Okay, so. (laughs) yeah dude it's it's gonna be sick and i'm i'm pretty fired up i think this quarterback room if chubba stays four guys who all have game experience except for dylan but he's the number one quarterback oh by the way only threw 11 interceptions in his whole entire high school career and we had probably i think we had 16 interceptions this whole fucking season boys Mm -hmm.
1: And and he was playing Georgia football, not Nebraska football.
0: He was playing Georgia football. He was playing Arizona football as well. Yeah. I mean, this dude he wasn't playing against fucking nobodies, like you said in Ainsworth, Nebraska. <laughs> you know, he was he was playing he wasn't playing against fucking 95 pound little fucking farm fellers who you know whatever, blah 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 here, here, there, everywhere. Um he was playing against some guys who are going to Georgia, who are going to Alabama, who are going to SEC schools. Yeah. Um, here's another one that we were talking about a little bit. Dylan might, who I would like to see bring another guy from modern day, Brandon Baker's teammate, Nate Frazier. Oh. Number one running back in the state of California, probably a top five running back in the nation.
1: I think he's top number five. one in this class.
0: Number one, number one running back in the whole class. Okay. And he right now, it's a, it's a good chance that he's going to commit to Georgia. Yeah. But also Dylan flipped from Georgia. Nebraska was one of the first three teams to offer Nate Frazier last year in January, Alabama and Utah were the other teams. And I, th- I think in, in the summer, like Nate Fraser, it was kind of a thing where he was possibly going to go to Nebraska. It was. It was. It just so, sounds right.
1: It just sounds right. Fraser, we got go us, We got another
0: motherfucking Fraser in the <laughs> backfield, dude. Touchdown, Fraser. <laughs> Running the option. Fraser.
1: Fireball.
0: <laughs> Fireball Frazier—that's what we'll call him. We'll call yeah. him Fireball. That's, that was easy. Yep, that one's easy right there. Um, but yeah, dude. So that that would be sick. Yeah. That I think <laughs> Nate Frazier. Um, that's my. You say ben, Brandon Baker? I'm gonna I'm gonna my prediction. Nate Frazier flips. He's not committed anywhere yet. But his crystal ball, whatever, is Georgia.
1: He announced on Twitter going to Georgia. He did. That was like a month or two ago.
0: Okay. Okay. And also for the whole entire fucking year, Dylan Riello said he's going to Georgia. So you know <laughs> that's, what
1: true. that's true. You know what <laughs> that's true.
0: Words are words until it's written on paper where you're going to where you're going to fucking school. You know? Play ball. Play college ball. And it's going to be in Nebraska. Um Here's here's uh, going back to the quarterback room really quick. I do think if Kyle McCord came to Nebraska that I don't I would be less optimistic about Chuba staying. Yeah, for
1: sure.
0: For sure. So I think. That news, it's a lot more likely that Chuba does stay and competes with a true freshman quarterback rather than a guy who's won 11 games at Ohio State although Dylan Raul is the reason probably Kyle McCord left, I just think that it's a better opportunity and something more welcoming for Chuba to stay than for them to bring in a transfer quarterback who's played college football already. Mm-hmm. Um, and if somehow
1: we get Julian Fleming, that'd make me feel a lot better about not getting Kyle McCord.
0: Yeah. Yeah, if that,
1: that, that sucks. Cool.
0: I I'm think – Dude, and I think that we might just have to throw Julian Fleming a bag. I, I wouldn't be mad about that. Yo. I saw I saw today that the 1890 initiative, bro, people like just, just Nebraska from 48 states, 1890 yeah. initiative has raised $810,000 from donors, not like the big name donors, just fucking fans donating their hard-earned blue-collar money.
2: Dude, I would try to buy it this yo. week. I tried to donate this week, but week didn't work. But I'm gonna I'm gonna after this pot, I'm donate money. Yeah. I'm not gonna I, say
1: how much I donated after Rival, but it was an unresponsible amount of money.
2: So I'm probably
1: gonna regret <laughs> <It's not. laughs>
2: this is a tax write-off. You're all right, it's a donation.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> we got that. And also,
0: folks, we're not sponsored. We will be soon, but go ahead and get yourself some pipeline beef jerky. I bought a box for uh, my parents and everybody lives at the Rosenthal house, but Pipeline Beef Jerky, that's going to sponsor the fucking offensive line NIL fund exclusively. And I have Cornhead Lager, baby. 1890 right there. You're, you're drinking funds right there, bud. Jesus drinking Christ. Funds. Where do you get those at, Eli? Go ahead and tell the fans where you get your Cornhead Lager at. The good old
1: high V here, local high V in Gretna, that's where I get mine at.
0: Okay, I'm, I'm get not, myself, yeah. I might need you boys to maybe ship out a six sixer for me. I want to try that.
1: These are made in La Vista, Nebraska. Well, shit. no yep. way,
0: yep, that's cool. That's, cool. that's cool. Um, other recruiting news we got national signing day, so we don't know who's going to sign tomorrow, but as of right now, folks, Nebraska has. The number one player in Nebraska, Carter Nelson. The number one player in Iowa in Grant Bricks. The number one player in Hawaii in Preston Tumua. Dog. The number one player in Georgia, Dylan Riola. And the number one player, hopefully, in California in Nate Frazier or Brandon Baker. I don't know which ones, who's the number one in out of those two guys but it's got to be one of those two I'm, I'm guessing
1: you said Montana too right
0: no I did not say Montana who's in Montana
1: uh, I believe his name's Quinn Clark wide receiver like six five, one ninety, 190 or 6'3 I think it's 6'5
0: I also saw today that uh, Max Preps awarded Keelan Smith uh, one of our tight end recruits as the number one player and not he's not recruiting rankings wise but Play player here year. Year, Keelan Smith in the state of Missouri so that's those are good numbers, man. And that rule, I don't know how that guy got he's just got some fucking swagger, huh, dude? Oh yeah. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a cool ass dude, bro. Like, I want to just be a fly on the wall in freaking, you know, who Preston Tumu's living room when they got him or when they got, you know, I mean, Georgia or Dylan Riola, yeah, it is him probably recruiting him very well, but also like the his dad and uncle playing or being coaches and playing for Nebraska helped out tremendously. Um, but I'm still for sure, like and no did, doubt. Did, about
2: did we heard talk about this last week that his uncle got a, a rage? I think we yes. talked about that. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: We did. We did. And I heard rumors like that he his uncle <laughs> after after it was kind of like said and done, like he stayed. At that at Dylan's house for a whole week so that nobody could come over and visit and try to flip him. Cause like you know, they knock on the door. Kirby, Kirby's coming and knocking on the door, old fucking Billy Napier's coming knocking on the, the door. Get
1: the fuck out of here, boy. Yeah,
0: yeah.
2: Get hey, I'm Danny Ryola. Hey,
0: I'm Danny. I'm the head coach uh, or the old line coach for Nebraska. How are you 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 want my nephew to go to hmm? Wow. Oh, yeah, get the fuck <laughs> out of here. Get the fuck out of here. That's pretty sick. Um, what else do we think here, boys? I mean, here's 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 something interesting about the Dylan Riley recruit. I saw, what do we know about Adam D. Michelle? What what is up with Adam D. Michelle? Do you think that he he so he is the offensive analyst for Nebraska? Kind of specializes in quarterbacks. He was at Temple for like Ten years, I believe. Matt Rule hired him at Temple, stayed there. Uh, he made the switch to Nebraska last year. Um, I think he played in the NFL for a little bit for the Eagles, played a lot of Canadian football. Do you think that he had a big part in recruiting Dylan Raiola? And what like, what do you think his, his job was there? Because he looks like he has a lot of swagger too.
1: I think him and Raiola, like you said, Matt Rule's got to be a cool fucking guy. Ryola, think about the best recruits we've gotten, in my opinion. Talmunga. That's how you say his last name. Ryola got him. Grant Bricks. Ryola got him. And then obviously Dylan Ryola. Ryola got him. So I think that was the best decision Matt Rule made so far is keeping somebody that the fan base is like, nah, get the fuck rid of him. Cause it's paying off. But with D Mitchell, he played for the Eagles a little bit, paid Canadian football, been around the game for a while, got that quarterback mindset. So if I will have liked him, I feel comfortable with him being the quarterback coach.
0: Yeah. Do you do we think that maybe over over the spring or something we see him being promoted to quarterbacks coach and uh, Marcus Satterfield kind of just taking the offensive coordinator role?
1: Yeah, I think that's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, I, I I kind of I kind of am picturing that as well. Seems like a cool cat. Posted a picture in front of Dylan Ryle's locker the other day. And he got that, dude. Why do we? Why does Nebraska like the merch for the fans is so shitty? But then the coaches wear the coolest shit that we can't get a hold of. I don't understand why can't we have the same merch that the coaches have,
2: dude. I I thought about that before too, because I'm trying to look up like some of the old throwback shit that they wear sometimes too, and I'm like, I want a fucking breaker like that.
0: Yeah. Like, eBay has, like, some cool, like, old, like, retro shit, but the stuff that they're wearing now, just, like, the huge Huskers print with the football underneath, like, that's fucking badass, but apparently that's not for the fans. It's like, dude, that would that would be sold out in the first day that they put that shit online.
1: Yeah, you want some NIL money? Fuck. Put that yeah, jack the sell- prices up, I'll pay
0: I'll pay a hundred dollars for that fucking sweater, dude. I'll fucking wear yeah. that shit until it turns fucking brown. Like my Randy's hat, Aaron, you know.
2: I'm-
0: <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, What else do we got here, folks? Other Husker news. Uh, I see you putting the doc here, Aaron. We got Mickey Joseph going to Grambling State head coach over there. Good for Mickey.
2: Salute, Mickey. Um, The one one I don't like, Ed, is is the Scott Frost rumors to to Iowa as the offensive coordinator. Eddie, if that happens, I disavow Scott Frost entirely. If
0: that happens, I'll cut my dick off because it's not going to happen, dude. I'm going to write that down. Not going (laughs) to happen. Eddie Eddie cuts his dick off. (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you right now. Scott Frost is not going to be an Iowa Hawkeye, never, (laughs) never, ever will be. That, that news is just, I feel like him and Kirk Ferentz, that's just not a, a mix of personalities. No way in hell would Kirk Ferentz ever hire Scott Frost, dude. I just think that them being foes as head coaches and him kind of joining the dark side, that's just not a story that I see happening or, or, even the offense that Scott Frost likes to run, you think about him as the offensive coordinator at Oregon with speed. Yeah. And fucking, like that just, that just doesn't mix at Iowa. And, you know, we saw Wisconsin try to do it this year. Luke Fickle bringing in the speed at, at, at a place that is historically known for being run the damn ball down yeah. your throat. I agree with that, Ed. Didn't really work out that well this year for them. So just, I, I just can't see that happening. Scott Frost going to Iowa. No way.
1: I agree. Those philosophies do not match. It's a uh, ball control football and Scott Frost does not play ball control football. No. Well, one more thing for these Iowa fans. Uh, it's going to be a bad time to be a fucking Hawkeye, buddy. It's going to be a real bad time.
0: Oh, It's going to be a
1: real bad time.
0: Dude, they're so pissed off. I'm, I'm seeing them on Twitter and go, yeah, have fun with your quarterback. Hopefully you can play every single position on the offense. It's like, Dude, we probably have better guys than you in every position on offense besides quarterback. And now we finally got the quarterback, the one position that we fucking needed. And this guy's a true freshman. You have fun with Deacon Hill and old washed out McNamara. I'll I'll stick with DR. Yeah. Yeah. I'll stick yeah. with DR. I'm just right. it's it's out of jealousy, dude. It's out of spite. They're mad. They want Dylan Joe.
2: Well, then know Kirk Ferentz is coming to an end. That's true, too. Yeah, I feel like Kirk's probably got less than five years for sure.
0: Another thing that Kirk Ferentz said I saw, he was a post, post-practice little uh, question thing, and he said, you know, there's a guy who's coming in the Big Ten talking about Lincoln Rally and saying, I don't care what our pass-run ratio is. I care about our win-loss ratio. And guys who usually pass the ball a lot, don't really end up winning a lot of games. It's harder on the defense. It's harder on the offense. Those, I mean, passing plays are l- lower efficiency than running plays are. So I think Kirk Ferentz is going to stick to his bread and butter, not care if they only score 20 points a game and just do his thing until he retires, which is maybe in one, two, three years at max, I would say. Um, but you said Arizona State, Aaron, I didn't hear about that. I could see Scott Frost landing at Arizona State. He already bought like an $8 million house there. <laughs> so I, I could probably see Scott Frost landing there. But Iowa, I just think that that's
2: that's not – no way. No way. The other Big Ten news, it's, it's fucking bowl season, boys. I'm sitting here. I'm sad. I'm looking at other people play bowls. There's a game on tonight. Fucking oh, Northwestern do? plays Utah, Bowling Green, Minnesota. Minnesota's a 5-17. They still going to do a bowl game. Rutgers has got Miami, Ohio State, Missouri. That'll be a good game. Ole Miss, Penn State, Auburn, Maryland, Iowa, Tennessee, Wisconsin, LSU. That, that's a, that's an interesting one. Wisconsin, LSU, and Lib or uh, yeah, that's the main Big Ten ones that are not the playoffs. What's the one tonight? Um, it's some just fucking shitty bowl game that I. It's still fucking football though. You know what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm going to
0: go ahead and tune into that one. Sure. Yeah, UTSA
2: versus Marshall at 8 p.m. So, we're here in about 20 minutes. Hell yeah. Um, Let's go
0: ahead and give our predictions, uh, thoughts on the playoff games. Who do you guys got? Rose Bowl in Pasadena, California. I was really thinking about going to this one, guys. Really, really thinking about it. But tickets are like 600 fucking bucks. Holy shit. For, for the end zone, like all the way up. Last
2: time I checked. Let's check now. You guys go ahead.
0: What do you think about it?
2: Doctor, I'll, let, it? I'll let the doctors prescribe it's Alabama, Michigan's the Rose Bowl.
1: Oh. Uh I think I think Michigan gets it. I think Michigan gets it done. Yeah. Uh, I I've changed my narrative on that. I hope Michigan wins it all. Jim Harbaugh goes to the NFL. Nebraska takes over the Big Ten. But I think Michigan wins by 10
2: to 13 points. Damn. I I feel like the the college football fan in me says Alabama wins because it's Nick Saban in Alabama. But the yeah. Big Ten fanatic in me says Michigan's going to win. So I picked Michigan.
0: Yeah, I, w- I want to go with Michigan too, but it's just the thing in the playoffs, in any big game, you can never count Nick Saban out, which kind of scares me. Like I don't want them to sneak into the playoffs – kick Florida State out, and then the committee goes, oh, yeah, we were right, the number four seed who we kicked out because of Florida State wins the fucking playoffs. Like, how shitty would that be? And uh-huh. those last – I mean, that game against Auburn was complete bullshit, Nick Saban somehow – or Jaden Milrose, you know, somehow swept that out. Like, that would fucking suck. But hopefully Jimmy Harbaugh and the boys get it done. Big Ten wins a playoff – National
2: championship that'd be the, sick. The other game I feel like I'm not, it's not a hard prediction, which might make me dumb. Is Texas Washington?
0: What do you, 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 which I have no idea which way you would go on this. Who, who are you saying?
2: I feel like Washington's gonna kick their ass. I, I, hope I so. I,
0: I want Washington to win as well. But then it's kind of the thing where Washington's played Pac-12 football. They beat Oregon twice, which is basically a Big Ten team right now. Like those guys they don't play pussy Pac-12 football. But Texas also has huge dudes, five-star guys. I think that this game is going to be closer than t- Alabama versus Michigan. I think both games are actually going to be very good. But this Texas-Washington game, I think, could go either way. You would say that
2: fun. Alabama versus Michigan is going to be a closer scoring game than Texas versus Washington?
0: No, no, no. I'm saying Texas versus Washington is going to be closer than – I'm sorry.
2: Okay. Yeah. Or, I, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what you think? You think that Washington and Texas will be a closer score? Yes, and Washington edges it out and wins. In huh, some That's dri- shocking.
1: See, the one thing I do agree with the oh, area. Down, dude.
0: Fuck, I fucking hate Texas. I've
2: never – want them to win anything big ever no but to think that you uh, for some reason i just see alabama michigan as like a fucking knockout that's gonna be a like a low scoring game well i feel like texas or washington at some point someone's gonna get go by two scores or 17 points i think that one's gonna be
0: a shootout alabama versus michigan is gonna be more of an old school football game
2: that's what i'm yeah i feel like they're both gonna be pretty close i'd say 10 10 point margin or less. Yeah, I think they're both going to be really good games. <clears throat> I got Washington. What do you? What do you guys say? Sorry, Ed's got Washington. Washington.
1: I, I think the receivers for Washington are too good, and that Texas secondary is their soft one. So and they don't get any pressure on quarterbacks. If you watch their games. So you leave Michael Penix back there. Is it Michael Penix?
0: Mm-hmm. Penix.
1: Yeah. Well, he. Yeah. He. Yeah. but Yeah. Penix.
2: <laughs> Penix. Michael Penix.
0: I tell you that boy throw the football. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And then who do who, who do you got to win it all?
0: Who do you got to win it all, boys? Go blue! Can't believe I said that.
1: I don't. I don't know what you said there. No, my brain didn't process that. Go big red, motherfucker!
0: Let's go big red. <laughs> if Nebraska yeah, exists, I'm saying go blue.
1: Yeah, I think whoever wins Alabama,
2: Michigan wins it all. Yeah. So Michigan. Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think you're probably right. Man, it's just hard to see Washington not score points for some reason, but I think you're right. Those defenses are pretty fucking good compared to the Pac-12 that they've been playing.
0: Well, at the end, though, Washington kind of struggled against some teams. They're banged up.
2: They've had time off now. Yeah, a whole month. They're they're, they're, they're facing injuries like everybody does, you know. They still put up, like, what, 34 against Oregon in the championship?
0: Yeah. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll, January first is gonna be a, that. That'll be fun to watch those both of those. Yeah, games. and
2: now that football is winding down, all we gotta do is talk about the portal, which fucking sucks, and the bullshit that's that's not actual football. I had to put in Nebraska basketball is ninety two right now. We beat Michigan State, and Michigan State beat number six Baylor. Nebraska basketball is not looking bad, boys. Yeah, for like, for like the first time ever. And then the volleyball team, runner-up Natties. We did lose to Texas. We got a rash to stop by Texas, but hey, good. See- they only lost two games all year. Yeah, yeah. And this team in college volleyball. And
0: and I guess, dude, they're like they have no seniors. They have like yep. six freshmen that fucking were starting the whole time. So like mm-hmm. next four years, Nebraska volleyball is going to be unstoppable.
2: For the, pre- the, pres- comf- the press, the press conference after the game, the girls went up. there, and they're like, "Yeah, I foresee us winning three straight national championships after this." And they're like, "Fuck yeah, fuck yeah." <laughs>
0: Dude, you know it's um what I was thinking about, you said talk about the transfer portal, but not necessarily Nebraska, dude. We're really not in that talk. We're and what mm-hmm. and it's cool kind of what Matt Rule is doing, like in this era of it's hit the transfer portal, go get your guys, have them play for one year. No, Matt Rule is really like building a a solid foundation. What a lot of other teams aren't doing. They're they're taking the easy way out going grabbing guys from different programs, their best players, and pulling them and giving them money. Matt Rule is saying, no, we're going to fucking get guys as freshmen, develop them under our way of how we want to do it, and have these guys as a tight-knit fucking football team and going out and winning and have guys who are good playing two, three, four years, you know? Mm-hmm. I, and I think that's something that not a lot of other teams. I I mean, who would be the closest team that's that's doing it? Matt Rules way,
2: probably Alabama, Iowa, Iowa, Alabama, yeah, Georgia. But even Alabama, dude, like you hear a lot of those guys leaving Alabama, so they're kind of forced to getting guys in the portal because depth charts, right? Just being pissed off, just various shit, right.
0: So, well, that was another episode of uh, Husker Hype Radio podcast, boys. I think we covered a lot of ground there. National signing day is, let's say, today because we're going to upload the pod today, uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow, blah, blah, whatever. November 20th, December 20th. Oops. Hollywood. I'm Eddie Rosenthal. That's Aaron Warsfold and Dr. E the Husker Hype Radio podcast, fellas, with another podcast, episode 33. As always, Bleed red. Shit corn.
2: Go big red. Big
0: red.